We want to use our music to unify Tulsa. This is for you guys. This is all for you. Welcome to About Town. I'm Blakely Freed, editor of the About Town section of the magazine, where you'll find news on arts, culture, and entertainment. Since August is almost over, we wanted to give a little bit more love to some of the great stories that are in this month's issue. Joining me today is city editor Morgan Phillips, who has a great story on her brush with stardom. First, though, I really wanted to give you a rundown of some of the great shows coming to Tulsa this month. Some of them are only going to be around for a few days, too, so definitely get down to the PAC and see some of these shows. Performances return to the Tulsa PAC this month with Matilda the Musical's premiere August 13th. The show runs through August 29th. Other onstage acts this month include The Guys, a two-person play about firefighters who gave their life on 9-11. Written by an Oklahoman and directed by a Tulsan. Now, let's hear from Morgan. Hey, Morgan. Hey, Blakely. What's up? Oh, just, you know, trying to get the finishing touches of September magazine out the door. Yes. So I wanted to just share uh, a little bit about my um, brush with stardom, so to speak, (laughs) which is laughable once you hear the story. But um, everybody has been hearing about the Matt Damon film currently in theaters called Stillwater. And um, I actually got to be an extra on the set of that movie in November of 2019. And I've been dying to talk about it, but I had to sign something saying that I wouldn't. And so now that it's out, um, I've seen it, and I can talk about it, which it was so, so cool, my first time being an extra. And um, plenty of people right now are having this experience, I feel like, because of the filming of uh, Killers of the Flower Moon in Pawhuska area and Tulsa. Um, So this isn't as uncommon as what it used to be back in November of 2019. But at the time, it was super cool for me because – um, I responded to a casting email from from Freehofer Casting, and they're out of Oklahoma City. And if you haven't signed up for their casting emails, you should because it's actually just pure comedy sometimes, the types of people that they're looking for for different film projects. Um, but I responded to an email that was looking for fast food customers with cars. And I thought, I mean, what role could be more perfect for me? If fast food customer. I know. I was like, obviously, I am that. I do have a car. And so I responded and um, had to send him my photos and a photo of my car, which ended up I sent a photo of my mom's car. They didn't want black cars, and both of our cars are black. I don't know what that was about, but I borrowed my mom's Ford Escape, and they wanted you to bring your car not washed. And so I had no idea what I was signing up for, but I show up to this field in El Reno, Oklahoma, after getting accepted as an extra, and it was a lot of waiting around, and um, we could see out in the distance an oil rig that they were also using for filming, and the word on in the tent was that, you know, they were just filming a scene with Matt Damon on the oil rig out there, and that... You know, he was busy doing that, and we weren't sure if he was going to be in our scene or not. And so a couple hours pass. We're just hanging out in the tent with all the other extras who were pretty much just a bunch of randoms from all over the state, people who'd done it before, people who hadn't. 
and um, it was just fun getting to know people. And then uh, we had to get our wardrobe approved. Um, and so, like, we had to bring clothes with us as backup options. But what I had on was fine. I can't even remember what it was now. Um, but once we get everything uh, approved from wardrobe and they're ready for us on set, we leave the big extra tent that we're in and like follow the production crew to the Sonic in El Reno and that was the set of of the scene that they were filming and so they told us where to park at the Sonic which was closed down to the public at that time and literally they turned this whole Sonic into this film set and that was honestly like so interesting just to see how many people and how much equipment is required to film a scene of a movie. Like it was nuts. Cram it all in one tiny Sonic parking lot. Yeah, they wow. did. And there's just so many people just standing around like, you know, watching. And, and I'm sure, you know, they had jobs to do as well just to make sure like the quality was, you know, just right and all of that. But it was so cool. And so the scene ended up having Matt Damon in it. Um, which we didn't know until he arrived on set. And so there I was sitting in my mom's car, like 25 feet from Matt Damon, just like with my eyes as big as saucers, I'm sure. Um, And he ended up, the scene was just him ordering something from Sonic, and that was it. (laughs) And so I could hear him deliver his line because it had to be quiet on set. And he did it, I think, maybe four or five times. And I remember they had to keep uh, going back and have uh, the this, this Sonic employee, who was a real Sonic employee, um, you know, they, she kept delivering her line too early or too late. And her line was literally just, hi, welcome to Sonic. What can I get for you? <laughs> she would pause too long or she would say it too quickly. And so they had to do that a few different times. And um, I wasn't on camera, spoiler alert. I'm not in the film. I'm just off camera, though. So when you see that 15 seconds of Sonic footage toward the beginning of the film, um, just know I'm back there somewhere. And um, they were super, super strict about us not taking photos on set. They were like, you will get kicked off the set if you were taking photos of the talent. Like, you cannot have your cameras out and all that. And so I was just scared straight, like, sitting there. Um, but I kept seeing people who looked familiar, and so I kept Googling on my phone in my lap, like, and that's how I figured out, oh, that guy right there, that's um, Tom McCarthy, who's the writer of, of the screenplay, and, like, that's a producer who has been in a lot of other things um, and projects, and so it was very cool, and I did get a photo with Matt Damon's uh, stand-in, his double, so he's just, like, a normal guy who wasn't an actor, but... That's the closest I got to having a picture with an A-list actor. So we all just can know that when we see the film, your energy is there. It's present in that sonic scene. Yeah. You're just off to the side. Just off to the side, exactly. So, But I, I did see the film this last weekend, and I will say I really liked it overall. And I think people should definitely see it, especially since part of it was filmed here in Oklahoma. Um, it was definitely different than some other Matt Damon films and um but I think he did a really good job with the character um he's like very good old boy Oklahoma uh roustabout kind of guy and he did a good job um pulling that off so definitely definitely see it so since we're highlighting the arts here I do have to just mention one more of our August stories that stuck out to me and it's about Tulsa People's Orchestra 
which I have been talking about in the office, um, really excited about this because of their community focus. And I actually wound up talking to the conductor, Benjamin Ray, for a while on the phone, probably almost an hour, um, just because I had lots of questions for him and his vision for this orchestra. And um, so what that wound up looking like, their first performance, this isn't really in the story, I think I just mention it, but their first performance was for the volunteers at Tulsa Garden Center. Here's Ray with more. There's a garden there at the very back, it's called the Linnaeus Teaching Garden. And um, I, I met with a lady named Lee Taylor, and she's just so awesome. We I walked the grounds with her, and um, one of the ladies suggested, you know, it would be really great if you guys played for the volunteers. We showed up on a Thursday and played in a, our entire concert just in, in the park, in the Woodward Park, just for these volunteers. After that, we went into their garden, and there's, like, koi ponds, and there's a bridge, and it's just so beautiful. So many tropical, um, exotic plants, and they gifted our members, our orchestra, they gave us all an iris. They actually taught our members um, a little bit, like, they had them plant it themselves and showed them, you know, how to water and how to put the soil in it. Um, it was just such a sweet time because I, I stood back, I kind of zoomed out, and I looked at these mix, mixing groups, and I thought, these groups aren't so different. They're both volunteers. They're both doing a service for the community, and it was wonderful to bring them together, even though their mediums are are not the same. They are very much the same. It sounds like a great community experience. That wraps up what we have for you today, but be sure to grab a copy of the August issue if you haven't yet, or visit TulsaPeople.com for the Performing Arts Guide that runs through December. It has all the shows you'll need to see live and on stage in Tulsa through December. Thanks for listening.